0: Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to the Weekday Chat where we talk about where we've been and where we're
0: going. My name is Riley Weaver. And I am Derek Skinner. I'm the high school minister here at Plainfield Christian. If you guys were with us last week... (laughs) You were with us last week. Um, Steve was able to talk to us a little bit about uh, Colossians 1 15 through 20. And the main idea there was saying, hey, God was in charge of all of creation. Um, and creation is good, creation is enjoyable. And if that's the case, if God created it, then that should have some implications for how we live, what we do, etc. So we're going to kind of explore some of those today with you guys. And uh, hopefully, if you missed it, obviously go back online, check us out, mypcc.info. Um, you can catch up on there. We've also got some sermon discussion guides, might be good to go through as well. Absolutely.
1: So, um, yeah, Steve talked about how God's the creator. uh, Well, Jesus is the creator, specifically. Um, So talking about creation, what role does creation play in your personal relationship with God? Mm. Do you have any stories about how you've connected with God through nature? Uh, Just any of that.
0: Yeah, so I would say for me, um, the first thought was, the idea of being a, a child of God and having children. I didn't have children to, I, I like we have three kids. I didn't have those kids, so it's like now somebody's going to cut the lawn and somebody's <laughs> going to do the dishes, you know. I didn't have them just to serve me. I had them because I i love. I Like I love my wife. We want to share that love with others. So therefore to have them in a loving environment and to share that with them, that's why. So when I look at creation and how I connect with God, to remind myself that I'm a child of God helps kind of put that, it just it shows me another avenue that I just don't often consider that God it wasn't I'm not here just to serve and to accomplish something for Him but to enjoy that relationship with Him mm. I think that's that's pretty important the other parts I would say with that um, being made in His image to have authority um, over reflecting that authority works to do etc as far as how I've experienced Him through creation honestly I'm not a very crunchy person <laughs> I'm not, right? not hugging trees or nothing but I will say um, Um, Two instances come come to mind for me, and I would say the the first one would be, it's kind of like if you go out camping and late at night you look up into the stars and you begin to see, I I like it as an appropriate smallness. I was reading Psalm 8 today, and that idea of you made the heavens, God, and when I look at the heavens, I see the wonders of your hands. Um, It is an appropriate smallness to see how big the universe is. That stuff makes me realize, dang, God, you are just so big. The the second thing is um, Ashley and I had the opportunity to go out to the Grand Canyon.
1: Nice, yeah.
0: I know. Spoiler, it's a giant hole. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've heard before
1: that no picture really – That's it, man. Is that true? No picture really gets
0: it? I'm afraid of heights, and to stand on the edge of the Grand Canyon, that'll get you. But (laughs) it is – to see it, again, it's that appropriate smallness to say it is so much bigger than I can imagine. The fact that I can hop in a plane and fly for X amount of hours around the world – And it's like, here's a whole nother life going on. But you know what I'm saying? Like, just unbelievable. So, that stuff, I would say, is the stuff that when you want to connect with the creator, makes me think of creation a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But for for yourself, what would you have to answer that? Yeah, that's great. Um, First,
1: I'm going to show this video to your kids in about 10 years and ask them, you know, do you feel like you have to serve your dad a lot? Oh know, yeah. Do you feel like, yeah. so, well, we'll, see if that comes oh, to pass. Oh, okay. I can't wait to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, I, I love nature. We grew up with a big backyard. We had some woods behind our house. Mm. And when I was a kid, I was always in the woods messing yeah. around. Uh, I think for me being in nature helps me de- decompress in general. Mm. Um, but, you know, just the spiritual aspect of that feeling like I'm in God's creation does bring an extra element to all that. Uh, for me, the biggest part of being in nature is um, to have no distractions. Okay. I think in the world we live in, there's distractions everywhere, you know, phones oh, yeah. in my back pockets, um, Anybody can get a hold of me at any time. And, you know, going out somewhere where there's no cell phone reception, um, where it can just be me and God, um, you know, me, God, and a couple other people, that's a really Mm. special time for me. I
0: feel like that's why a lot of times, going off the student side, why the retreats and CIYs and things like that work so well is because you have no distractions, and everybody there is just simply focused on God and what he's doing.
1: I call uh, our mission trips, too, they're like, uh, you know, like C.I.Y. for adults. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's the opportunity for us to get away. Oh, yeah. And to have no distractions, too. So, yeah, totally agree. Um, You know, getting to travel for work and just other trips I've been on around the world personally, um, one of the things that amazes me about God's creation is how diverse it is. Mm. Um, You know, I think a lot of times— when we create something, we always have a point of reference. Um, you know, we've seen something before. Okay, so I'm going to try to recreate something along these lines. Um, you know, with God, it's amazing um, that he really doesn't have a point of reference. Yeah. But he created all these different landscapes around the world, all these different trees, all these different animals. Uh, so I think that's something that really amazes me about God and his Yeah, yeah. Power.
0: So now, now looking at God's creation— and, and this is where we're kind of going with this, um, as Christians, how are we called to respond to humanity's impact on the environment and how can we better be better stewards yeah. of the earth? Yeah, so,
1: I mean, if you read um, the first handful of chapters of Genesis, you know, it talks about how God created the world mm. and really it presents a picture of man being created to steward God's creation. Um, so, you know, I think there's a lot of implications for us, and I think one of the things I want to say about that is, for some, for some American Christians especially, um, sometimes it's hard for us to think about creation care because in our culture it's connected to politics.
0: Oh yeah, I totally um, agree with that. You
1: know, recycling or you know taking care of the earth, there's a political agenda behind mm. that a lot of times. But I think what we have to do as Christians is. Redeem that idea and really realize hey this is something God wants us to do to take care of his creation yeah. um, whether there's a political agenda behind it or not yeah, yeah. Um, you know we we need to be trying to honor God in everything we do um, and you know fulfill his purpose for us by stewarding his earth well mm. um, so I, I think some really practical things um, that we do in our house is we just try to recycle yeah and um, you know, take take our recyclables somewhere um, that we don't have the roadside pickup. Like well, guys I say, here. man, raise so, trash. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what I love. I love
0: that raised trash. They, they even do that. They offer mm-hmm. that to people in Plainfield to yes. have. Yeah, that's yeah. great, great So, service.
1: you know, that, even just taking a step to recycle, um, use glass products instead of paper products, I think those
0: are mm-hmm. some really easy
1: things. What would you say?
0: Oh, well, I, I looked at it kind of like you said. I was going back to Genesis and seeing when God puts man in there, he— I, I relate it to this. Um, if you've ever had uh, a parent, well, let's put it that way. Uh, my, my parents went on vacation. They lent me their truck. So if you see me driving around in a nice truck, ain't mine. <laughs> know that. Um, but it has been a joy having. Don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed it. But because it's on loan, you know what I'm saying? It's basically you can borrow That's this. That's good.
1: That's good. Because
0: yeah. of that, it, it, my response to how I treat the truck that matters. So um, thinking of the same with the earth, the way in which I treat that truck, like going back to it, this thing I'm borrowing shows my respect I have for the person I'm borrowing it from. And I think the same can be said with earth and creation. That's great, yeah. So the other part of that, going with that same imagery, is if a warning light kicks on in the truck, right, then there's something that I need. I need to figure out what's wrong, what's broken, especially if I'm going to be taking care of it while they're giving it to my possession. That same image, I would say, looking at our world around us, we need to pay attention then if there are warning lights. Um, Mm -hmm. And I would say a good first step in that is to educate ourselves. Um, If a warning light kicks on, I'm not a mechanic. So I'm going to start researching online, YouTubing, calling a mechanic, what should I do, pricing. I'm going to do a lot of legwork research. Um, I think that's the same thing going back to the earth idea of saying, look, I need to keep my eyes open to where the warning lights are. When we were um, in Guatemala there was an example I can remember as we're driving down the, down the road here. There was a certain factory that mass produces very popular clothing. Mm-hmm. And because Guatemala doesn't have a certain EPA, right, an environmental protection agency, you could see in the stream beside that, it was neon green mm-hmm. water. Tons of signs saying don't swim, don't fish, don't do anything. But the reason they could do that is because there, there was ways for them to manipulate. So when I see it, when I see a warning sign, educate myself on it first. Mm-hmm. But the other part of that too is, hey, if I have that warning light going on in my truck, and I've educated him. I know it's wrong, but I simply do nothing. Well, what do you think that's saying, too? So if I have yeah. the, if I've learned about it, I need to step in and and do something. And I would say that's kind of where I see this response to the environment, and the impact is there's people, you know, talk about some in, I think it was Africa, one of the the, the countries there, that clean water was an issue. Mm,
1: yes, yeah, yeah. So
0: there's there's one. When I was in Jordan, there was an issue with how the Jordan River was flowing between two. I mean, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. The other part is saying, okay, so I see what's going on. What is my response to that? So I think there's there's a lot. I like the image of the, the bar on the car. It helped me kind of tangibly bring, Man, it, really bring it down. So.
1: so one last question. How, you know, do you think that we can use creation to help other people see the Creator more clearly?
0: Yeah, um, I think that's I think that's a good that's a good question. How can we use creation to help others? Uh, this is I, I wrote this on here. 1 Peter three fifteen. In your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks. Mm. Um, I think it's a good verse to remember. We've tried to ingrain that some with our students too. Is looking at creation. This is what Paul's talking about. Creation reveals God. If that's the case, then how do I, how is that happening? And that's a question. Go back to the warning light. Okay, this is a question. I need to mull this over. Other people are going to ask this question too. So looking at it, I would say, um, from what I've already heard from some people, how does creation equip you from what we've been doing already? So if you haven't registered for those classes, um, something to look into, maybe if not this session, next session. Um, but I've heard from multiple people who are doing Equip You. That's one of the things we cover in Equip You. Mm. Is here's some reasons for God and creation, which is an awesome thing. And to have that information, especially if somebody's going to ask, the first thing we have to do is we have to have the knowledge. Yeah, so Equip You is a good one. I would say this going back to creation though, um, looking at a finely tuned universe. So it'd be three, three arguments that I've heard: a finely tuned universe, um, DNA, and then a cosmological argument. Each one of those, finally tuned is saying, if we were, the way life is sustainable on the earth and all the factors, different factors that have to be in order for that to happen points to a creator, somebody intentionally, purposely putting it there. The second one, DNA, whenever you see that kind of pattern, when you see that um, strand of, of information, information in a knowledgeable way, again, something had to put it there. Uh, I think Bill Gates, once when he said he saw DNA, and he said, look, it's it's like a computer, only like 100 times more intentional and in and, and impact. So if he's saying that, there's something behind sure. it. The last one, the uh, and this was in, I think, the Equip You stuff, was the cosmological argument of saying, look, everything that has a beginning had to have a cause. From what we see in science, the universe had a beginning. And this is going off some of Hubble stuff, Einstein stuff, even um, oh, oh, I can't remember his name. They did a movie about him. Dang it, I can't remember his name. But anyways, all of that scientific evidence pointing to the existence of or the beginning of a universe. Uh, I heard one apologist say it this way: You say, say there's a big bang, a beginning. You a big bang requires a big banger, something to start it. Mm, that's good. And yeah. And I think all those three are the ones I kind of le- lean to when it comes to creation and improving God's existence. But I don't know, for yourself?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's super helpful. Um, you know, for me, once again, I think the one of the coolest parts of creation is just getting out there and slowing down. Mm. Uh, there, there's less distraction. So I do think that, um, you know... Creation itself obviously speaks to God and his glory, just like you were talking about. But the simple act of being in creation, helping people to slope down, um, you know, whether you're Discipling somebody, um, whether you're just you know sharing about God with somebody, being in creation, I think removes some of those distractions and barriers yeah. and can help you in that process. Well, and even
0: just to see how integrated creation itself is, mm-hmm. and how you have that circle, you know, what I'm saying that kind of circle of life linking it, you know. <laughs> um, but just to say, like, there's something there. How it's so interconnected.
1: Absolutely. I just
0: don't. Yeah, I feel yeah. like those things just point point more to him.
1: Absolutely. Totally agree. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Um, this Sunday, Luke is preaching. He's going to be finishing up our sermon series, preaching on Colossians one eighteen, and he's going to be talking about how Jesus is the head. Uh, so we as the church and the people in the church, we're the body and, um, you know, we got to be doing what the head's telling us to do. So hope you can join us this week. Uh, but until then, I hope you have a great week.